G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, 2017 is a significant year of amazing anniversaries and that means a year of celebrations and of commemorations. In October, it will be the 100th anniversary of the Charge of the Light Horse in Beersheba. Now, that saw the liberation of Jerusalem, a forerunner to the reformation of the nation of Israel. 2017 is also the 500th anniversary of the beginning of what's known as the Reformation. Well, as part of the significance of anniversaries in 2017, there is a special gathering that's coming up in October, one worthy of drawing attention to. It's called Melted Hearts as One. It'll be in Central Australia. It'll run over three days, October the 9th through the 12th this year. Donnie McGregor is a Crosslink endorsed minister and international coordinator of this historic gathering that'll be taking place at Uluru in October. Donnie's joining us for a bit of a preview. Hello, Donnie. Welcome along to 2020. Yeah, thank you for having me. Donnie, what is this gathering all about? Well, this gathering um, is um, its a convergence, is probably the best way to put it, of people coming from 10 different regions across Australia, but they could be more. And uh, they're, they're, they're coming together to gather as representatives of the body of Christ for three days and three nights of united worship and prayer. In one sense, are you saying to people, uh, put some denominational tags aside because this is going to be a three-day worship celebration, Bible reading and prayer, and you'll have people coming from all different parts of the nation? Yeah, that would that would be correct. This is beyond denomination. This is beyond age. We're, we're actually describing it as intergenerational interdenominational and it could be international as well it gets complicated when you start to break it down like that doesn't it but it's it's actually not about skin color either because at this particular gathering you'll be having indigenous and non-indigenous australians taking part in the worship that's right that's right what we're seeing something beautiful taking place we've seen in the last 12 months is how god is actually bringing together both uh, Indigenous and non-Indigenous people in worship and in prayer, we realise that we can't do things without each other. When we do things together, there's something beautiful that happens. And and we, we see the blessing of God in that, when we can actually worship God together, pray together, and, and, and then obviously uh, fulfil the Great Commission together. How significant the fact that you're having this celebration in Uluru and there'll be Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people coming together for this worship time. How significant is it that uh, this particular celebration is going to be really celebrated as a time when everyone is coming together and not looking at skin colour? 
it, that is the, the, the event is significant in itself because for many people it could be a first time for for others it could it could be a long time since something like this has occurred but we're, we're seeing it as an opportunity for us where we can come together as one to to worship Jesus and and together we're actually being a part of history uh, seeing this this land this nation taking its place in terms of God's purposes on the earth in fact, Donnie, you say that God adopts us into his tribe. When we're talking about issues of Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians, uh, really, uh, this tribalism, we're all part of the one tribe adopted into God's family. That's right, that's right. Um, we were visiting Elko Island late last year where we saw an extraordinary move of the Holy Spirit. And when we were together, John 17 that whole chapter where we, we, we read about the prayer of Jesus, um, very uh, strong words about his his prayer was that we would be one, uh, just as he is one with the Father, and and uh, there was a, a number of challenges around, you know, between families where there was a lot of cursing and and now something that that really struck a chord was. Uh, the way that we got welcomed and loved into the community there in Elko Island. And and it was like God, God used that to speak to my heart to say, these people understand adoption. And, and they adopted all of our team into their own tribes. And then God just spoke to me and he said, and I've adopted all of you into my tribe. And... and and it was like, it was like bingo. The light switched on, and I realised, just as God has used this whole custom of adoption, He has adopted us all, and and now we're just part of one family, which is His family, and we're all brothers and sisters, and we have the same blood, which is the blood of Jesus. And if if we could understand that, uh, and and be able to to function in that reality, that. We don't. It's not as you said. Not about colour of skin, because, uh, and it's not about tribes because we're all. Once we accept Jesus, we're a part of His, and and that that overrides everything else. And and uh, it's a beautiful thing when it, when you can realise, hey, we're all brothers and sisters. We're all one big family. We're one, you know, it's, we, we we use the words in Elko. They use the word mob, so. So, so in that context, we could say Jesus mob or fire mob. <laughs> yes. Donnie, you could have held this celebration in uh, anywhere. You could have held it in Sydney or Melbourne, Adelaide, Hobart, Perth, Brisbane. You could have held it in Darwin. But you've chosen to hold this celebration in Uluru and with a Indigenous and non-Indigenous focus here. How significant is it that you are focusing in, zeroing in on Uluru, one of the most sacred places for Indigenous people. Yeah, it's... Um, the, the, the decision to go to Uluru was actually coming from out of a lot of prayer that was that was given to, as to where would be the right place. And and we, we had a, a steering team actually formed together, or we call it an oversight team. And it, it, many, many people have 
actually sensed that there should be a gathering taking place at Uluru for many years. And it was a, it came down to when the right time would be. And earlier this year, an, a number of people got together uh, and, and we had prayed and sensed that October was to be the time. And uh, when we shared that with other when that that was shared amongst other other people, there was a just just a just a resonating in people's hearts saying that this is this, this is the right time. And having it at Uluru, I, I was uh, had the privilege of being in Uluru in 2006 uh, with the Children's Prayer Network, and there was 300 children that had gathered uh, to mark for the 400 year uh, anniversary of the Fernandez Queros prophecy. And, and, and that was a powerful event. And, and I have memories from those days where we had prayed in front of the rock. And, and there has not been a gathering of that scale since that time. So to have a gathering to mark 500 years of Reformation and the 100 years of uh, the charge on Bathsheba is a significant moment. And, and to, to, to invite our Indigenous brothers and sisters and including non-Indigenous, this is, this, this is just a, a sacred moment, a special moment in time where we can all come together and, and worship God together. Donnie McGregor, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments, but I don't want to miss the opportunity for giving listeners a website where they can find more detail. I'll mention it again shortly as well, but it's generationfire.com.au. Generation Fire is the ministry that Donnie founded, that he leads, and you can get some details there about the Melted Hearts as One gathering in Central Australia over three days, October 9th to the 12th this year. Donnie McGregor is the Crosslink endorsed minister and international coordinator of this historic gathering that will take place at Uluru on the 9th to the 12th of October. We'll talk some more in just a short while. We're getting something of a preview of a gathering that's coming up and being such a significant year, 2017, coinciding almost uh, with the 100th anniversary of the charge of the light horse in Beersheba and the 500th anniversary of the beginning of what we know as the Reformation. A gathering called Melted Hearts as One in Central Australia with Indigenous and non-Indigenous delegates over three days. October the 9th to the 12th this year. Donnie McGregor is our guest. Donnie, coming to some of the practical things that you'll do in three days of a worship gathering, what are the, what are the primary focuses for you? There's going to be a, a number of different uh, things that are going to take place over the three days. One of those things is what we call a Bible reading marathon. Now, what that entails is basically the whole Bible is going to be read out loud facing towards the rock. So we're going to actually have groups or teams of people who are going to read out loud every book of the Bible over a 24-hour period. While that is happening, in another location in one of the rooms, we have a space set up for uh, 24-hour prayer. So, so it's not just the entire Bible being read, but there's actually going to be worship going up towards um, towards Jesus or towards God 
um, throughout the three days and three nights and and even through the night so that that's radical for some people yep. uh, there's going to be other prophetic acts um, that, that are going to occur where uh, actually some uh, there's there's a leader by the name of Ray Finn who's organizing three or four people to ride on horses to as a reenactment of that um, Bathsheba charge and and so they're going to actually do that uh, I guess facing towards the rock as well um, the, the significant thing about the Bible being read out loud is the fact that we're reading out God's word and and we're speaking God's word over one of the most sacred places uh, in the nation and some may see it as the, the spiritual heart but we're, we're, we're speaking and declaring God's word we're speaking and declaring his promises and and we're believing that as his word is being spoken that it's going to release this significant blessing over the land and and uh, and as we're coming together there'll be there'll be some sessions being held throughout the three days um, for for generation fire as well uh, but a lot of that time we're going to be together uh, there's going to be um, there's going to be items, uh, prophetic dance. Um, we're going to have uh, David Stanfield, who's going to be there. He, he actually teaches on the use of uh, of using banners in worship. Uh, so he'll be he'll be actually doing some workshops around that as well. Uh, there's just going to be so much happening throughout the three days. It's it's going to be an incredible time. I like what you say when you say there are going to be prophetic things happening. For a lot of Christian believers, uh, to sit still and quietly is a dimension of spirituality. But when you've got banners waving, you've got Bible reading and facing the rock, uh, you've got all of these different uh, elements of practical and even physical Acts of worship. Uh, this is a significant thing, and uh, and uh, for some people that's a little bit confronting. But it'll be something that you'll be able to have everyone participate in. How important is the idea of participating in this worship when you come to the Melted Hearts as one gathering? I I don't think we could have a gathering any other way. That that because it's all about the body of Christ coming together or uh, or in the context of the theme many hearts coming together to be melted uh we want to our whole the whole three days is going to be facilitated by a team but the whole focus of the team is to look at how do we engage with all the people that come my heart is excited when we could have so many people coming together and each and every one of these people will see that they have a part to play and they get to participate, whether it be through singing a song or reading a pr- like praying a prayer out loud or reading scripture or being involved in some form of dance or movement. There is going to be something for everyone, whether they be young or old. They will have a part to play in, in, in this historic moment. Donnie, you're talking about God's cooey call. Now, that cooey call was really very closely connected with the Anzacs. 
there's a kui call that you're talking about that is of God. How does that sort of work, uh, calling forth like spiritual Anzacs? What sort of ideas have you got about that? Well, when we talk about Anzacs, there there is um, we we think about the character and and what did the Anzacs actually represent, and what 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 made them. As people, as as I guess, um, people look at them as legends. Uh, it's 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 more than just the, what what they actually achieved on the battlefield, but it, it's about the character that they had, the the love that they had for one another, the reckless faith, the, the, the mateship uh, that they demonstrated. And so, when we talk about the, 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 there's a cooey call, uh, what did the the Anzacs do? The well, with with uh, the, the infantry charge on on Besheba, um, it, it was the, um, the, the the one of the the last mounted infantry charge where you have 800 uh, you know men on horses, which included New Zealand, uh, mounts the charge against 5,000 Turkish soldiers, uh, and against all odds, were able to overcome uh, the Turkish soldiers. Now, no one celebrates the loss of life on this, but we look at the significance of that day and how that's changed history. The fact that for that one act, you, um, 400 years of Ottoman rule came to an end and now you have the nation of Israel. So, and, and on that day, God used the youngest nation on the earth at the time, being Australia and New Zealand, because Australia was, was only, what, less than, was it, that became a federation in 1901, and it was 1917, so we're still a child. Yeah. Uh, so there was a significant event. Uh, so we're looking at the Kui core. It's the same core, that same, where we think of uh, what, 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 what defines the Anzac, it was that, the boldness. The, the reckless faith, that the mateship, the love uh, that they had, you know, between between each other. We're looking at those things to say this is what Australia needs today. Is is that same, you know, the people need to, to to hear the call of God to gather, the call to be passionate, uh, to be reckless in their love and faith for Jesus Christ. And, and, and to go to places where they've never been to before. Uh, you've got a terminology that you use, a unified army to liberate Australia to see God's purposes fulfilled. And so a cooey call fits very well as a, a God's cooey call to Christian believers in the same way that that cooey call may have been to those original uh, early Anzacs. Let me come to the website where people can get some details about participating in the Melted Hearts as One Gathering. The website is generationfire.com.au. That's where you'll be able to see the details of the three-day gathering. There's also details there, Donnie, of how people can get a hold of accommodation and what sort of accommodation options there might be. Uh, it's on 9th to the 12th of October. It runs over three days. Lots of things to engage uh, everyone who is going to be attending to participate in uh, what will be a significant event. Now, Donnie McGregor, you're also the author of a book. 
I'll mention that too while we're here because people can get a hold of that on your website, generationfire.com.au. It's called The Coming Fire Storm, a story that shares a vision and dream, real-life experiences of the Holy Spirit being poured out. Uh, you can get that online at generationfire.com.au. Donnie, let's get uh, another uh, segment together just in the lead-up to uh, this event in Uluru. It's going to be exciting, and I want to thank you so much for taking some time to share your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.